Blog Talk Radio. You are now listening to Kings of Non Sequitur. Any topic, any subject, anything goes. With your host, Jay Andre. And anything goes unless you say a bad joke about my wife, and then we, we might have to have some words or something. You are listening live to Kings of Non Sequitur, the off-season version of In Much Less Detailed, a podcast. We are here with you live on a Monday night, March the 28th, 2022. I'm Dre East J. This is our second show in three nights, and boy, we had some events happen uh, last night concerning our first show, the Oscars uh, preview show. Yeah. Uh, we'll get around to all of that. This is our WrestleMania preview show, which uh, has a lot to do with the Oscars last night. Cause that felt like a WrestleMania preview last night. Yeah, no, it was, I was, uh, you know, more like Jerry Springer. You know, I was waiting for the, uh, the people, Jerry, Jerry. Yeah. Didn't have any chairs flying. That's the only thing missing. Uh, yeah, that, that was, that was unbelievable. That was absolutely insane. You know, I, I couldn't resist. I had to. That's that's the obvious uh, video that everyone was watching. As the the Twitter exploded, it, it really did. I, that oh, had boy, everything. Yeah. Social media. Uh, everybody was all over it. So I, I had to snatch the sound. I couldn't help it. If anybody ever says anything uh, about my beloved, I've got the uh, the proper response already queued up and ready Keep to go. My wife's name out your fucking mouth. As for anybody who has anything to say about my wife, even though nobody knows my wife except for Jay, uh, no one listening to the show. Well, and, and I know better now. <laughs> exactly. Hey, I'll go Juwan Howard on your ass. I will smack your ass down with a with an open handed slap. Man, uh, buddy, a buddy of mine sends me a buddy of mine sends me a text. What's that on Chris Rock's face? Fresh <laughs> Prince. Oh, I like that. Rich fingerprints, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so we got all the jokes for that, of course, but we're going to put that aside because we have to get to our actual WrestleMania preview, not the uh, Oscars WrestleMania. WrestleMania 38 coming up in Dallas, uh, another two-night event this weekend. And we are once again very happy to be joined by Jerry, the wrestling expert, to help us break down this upcoming WrestleMania event. Jerry, I'm, I was very snarky uh, about the uh, open, of course, with everything that happened last night. I was also snarky when I was looking at this card and I came up with the title for this show, uh, Stupendously Old. They've been hyping this thing and calling it stupendous and the greatest WrestleMania main event in history. And, and all I can think of, all I can look at is just everyone is so old. The entire, oh, my God. The, Everyone on this roster, uh, except for the few kids that they're trying to push, everyone else is, you know, 35 and older. Everyone. Even the, the young uh, mystery kid that they're bringing back, uh, the worst-kept secret in the world, uh, the, uh, the returning Cody Rhodes on Sunday. Uh, and even he's 36 or 35, something like that. Uh, we, we, I know it's a common theme when we have our WrestleMania previews, but 
They just don't still seem to be able to make big stars, new stars. This Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar again for the main event. How do you have, first of all, how do you have the temerity to call this the biggest WrestleMania main event in history when you just had the damn match four years ago? Yeah, this is a this is a little on the overrated side um, this year, and not not that it wasn't in the past couple, but this one is is they just haven't really built stars. They buried them a lot. Of, now there's more choices than ever of where to go, and um, you know a lot of talent has uh, has left them um, at critical points when they when they could have uh, when they when they could have gotten to that next level. Yeah. They- Absolutely alienated a lot. Uh, they've they've let a lot of guys go. Uh, all these budget cuts that seem to always come up at certain times that that, that doesn't really make much sense because they they print money. You know, they, there's absolutely more money flowing into WWE than ever before with all the network contracts, with all the money that they saved the last two years with COVID, not having to run any live events. They saved so much money. Uh, and yeah, and and yet got rid of more people, more and more, uh, you know, shrank the roster. Uh, seemingly every other month, there was another ten or fifteen people being cut uh, due to quote unquote budget cuts. Uh, but they, they're making more money than ever, and I, I we we see it, of course. Uh, those of us that watch uh, all elite wrestling, AEW, we see so many of those people show up in AEW, making that roster, you know, kind of bloated, and still more to come. There's still a lot more people that are going to be in AEW uh, over the next few months, but they just couldn't bring them all in at once because it's already uh, pretty bloated. But I, what's, what's the end game for WWE? Are they just not trying to, to create new stars? Or are they just going to keep going with the same old people until they all just break down? I, I don't exactly know what they're, what they're going for right now. I honestly think they're positioning to be sold. Yeah, that's, that's a popular opinion. You know, there's like again so much money that's coming in, and there's, and there's so many opportunities for other uh, entities to move in, uh, whether it's uh, NBC, whether it's Fox, whether it's uh, somebody you know completely out of the blue, Amazon. You know, there's so much money flying around right now, um, and we we see that Jay with uh, with all the football contracts, which we haven't talked about at all, with all right. the broadcasting rights, uh, there's about as much money flying around there as there is for free agent uh, players right now. That's been pretty crazy, but yeah, it feels like, uh, I say it every year, but it feels like we should just, we could have taped this show five years ago and just played it tonight, and I don't think anybody would have known the difference. That's a, that's a shame, but it's, it's true. I don't want it to be that way, but it is. It's because it's the same people. Again, you, I think, you, you saw... I think what they're going to – here's what they can do now. Now that we have all the technology, we don't even actually have to have a live WrestleMania uh, event. WrestleMania, WrestleMania. Oh, it's, it's late. <laughs> we don't need to have I – just, I just combined uh, a few things there. Uh, that would be like what they could call it for Halloween, huh? You know? Oh, Yeah. Uh, no, now we can just digitally de-age all of these guys like they do, you know, like they, like they did with Luke Skywalker. And we can just take all these old wrestlers and digitally de-age them, and then they'll look young again. So we don't even need to make new stars. Let's just make the, new, the old stars new again. Do not give Vince McMahon any ideas. <laughs> I, don't do that, because, man... I, 
I tell you what, I, I got home about eight fifteen. I sat through an hour forty five minutes, and what did I learn? It's the same people. I saw a chick get her hair cut, and a guy stole a sword. And good night, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Uh, and you know what you missed in the first hour? I think the, the two old guys that had the main event four years ago that you said Seth Rollins was going to run in and interrupt and cash in money in the bank. You missed them yapping uh, yep. to the crowd, uh, which you could have, you know, you didn't have to, you didn't miss anything there. It was Apparently, the same thing that they usually I, was, I was following it on Twitter. Um, as I was eating my dinner, and apparently Twitter was ablaze a, a with people talking about Roman Reigns' tracksuit. That was the big talk. That's what I missed. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So, so that tells Yikes. you that, that's <laughs> that's the big hype, ladies and gentlemen. That's that's what you get when you watch WWE is is talk about their what clothes they're wearing and you mm-hmm. know. Well, there there are odds. Uh, I don't know how updated uh, they might be. I do did have a couple of uh, articles. One from Covers dot com for WrestleMania odds. One from uh, from Odd Shark looking at odds on Bovada. But I believe both of those were written a couple of at least a couple of days ago. Maybe a uh, maybe more than that. So uh, not necessarily updated up to the moment. And I think that's important because. Uh, Jerry, as we know, the tradition, if you see uh, a wrestler or a team on the go-home episodes of Raw or SmackDown, if you see one side get a a real advantage, it's pretty much a sure bet that the other side is going to wind up winning the actual match at WrestleMania. And that leads me to uh, what Jay referenced, the uh, the haircutting incident, where Bianca Belair uh, is being beat down by the Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch, uh, who takes out some scissors and threatens to cut Bianca Belair's hair, but Belair is able to overcome her and overpower. And then Bianca Belair proceeds to cut off uh, some chunks of Becky Lynch's hair. That is a clear, you know, baby face going over the uh, the heel and making them look bad. Uh, just as clear as when Undertaker overcame Roman Reigns and their buildup and was stabbing his hand in blood or Paul Heyman's hand in blood. I forget exactly how that went. Uh, or uh, Roman Reigns was the the sort of the baby face in that, and Brock Lesnar was. Uh, I'm, I'm confusing that the Undertaker and, uh, and and Roman Reigns when Roman Reigns went over Undertaker's streak. Undertaker was beating down Roman Reigns on Raw before the uh, the WrestleMania, which was an indicator to me, well, I, I guess Roman Reigns is going to end the streak. Roman Reigns is going to win because they had Roman Reigns looking so bad leading up to WrestleMania that he, there's nothing that they could do but put him over. Otherwise, he was going to look completely buried. So same thing here. Uh, you get Bianca Belair going over so strong tonight and cutting off the, the champ's hair and making her look bad and completely embarrassing her, that would suggest that Becky Lynch is going to go over Bianca Belair uh, at WrestleMania. And I think that's a, that's a mistake because that's one of the few young stars, Bianca Belair, that you're building up. Uh, but they, they punked her at uh, SummerSlam when she was the Raw champion and had Becky Lynch come off a of maternity leave and beat her with one move. Um, so this whole build from there has been for Bianca Belair to get back in position uh, to go over strong and 
you know, once again regain her title and, and continue her ascent. But then they have her going crazy tonight and cutting off Becky Lynch's hair. Uh, so do you see Becky Lynch going over and, and burying Bianca Belair at, at, uh, at WrestleMania? Unfortunately, I think I see that happening. And then on top of that, I think the gimmick that, uh, you know, Bianca's hair has always been, a, you know, that's kind of her trademark. And I got a feeling that Vince is over that and that we're going to see her ponytail go at this event. Mm. I wish I was wrong, but that's, yeah, that's probably what's going to go down. Yeah, that'd be a real shame. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, you're, you're building a, a young star. You, you have her get knocked off last summer, you know, in one move. I still don't quite understand why they had to tear her down like that, uh, having to lose in, in one move to Becky Lynch. And, if she doesn't beat Lynch and take back the raw title, it really feels like a sort of a burial. And uh, if they have Becky Lynch, then remove her hair and cut her ponytail uh, in revenge. Yeah. Like, uh, like you said, that would seem to be just somebody, whether it's Vince or somebody else saying, yeah, uh, Bianca, what that thing with the hair where you're whipping people and leaving scars on them. Yeah. That's, that's, that's done. We're, we're not gonna, we're not gonna do that anymore. Um, but yeah, the odds makers are going with what has been going on all you know last year since SummerSlam that Bianca Belair has been building back up uh, to be the big challenger to take Becky Lynch back down, and it, everything until tonight, everything had been pointing towards Bianca Belair was going to be uh, victorious at WrestleMania and overcome the odds and whatnot. Bianca Belair is a you know was a huge favorite. Uh, minus 550 on the, the covers article about WrestleMania, minus 500 on the uh, Odd Shark column. And I would think those odds are going to uh, change drastically based on tonight. So, for, for again, we, we talk about the degenerate gambler. Uh, a couple of nights ago when we talked about the Oscars, call 1-800-GAMBLER if you're betting on WrestleMania odds. But if you are, man, jump on the Becky Lynch bandwagon and, and – take all that money because that would appear to be the way, uh, the, the way that things are going. Uh, yeah. I think Jay, you're trying to get Becky to, this is like the last attempt to try and get Becky to be a monster heel. I don't know if you've noticed, I've watched other events where um, she doesn't quite get all booze. So hard to tell. Um, that That's another point that I was going to bring up that I remember on this show last year, I said, that WWE would not go away from all that engineering uh, of the sound and the booze and the cheers that they were getting into uh, during COVID with, with the empty arenas. And unfortunately I'm dead on right about that. They cannot help themselves. They absolutely have to sweeten the sound almost every chance they get uh, to, to have the people boo when they're supposed to be booing, whether they're booing or not and have the people cheering uh, whether they're supposed to be cheering or not. And I don't know how much of the Becky Lynch mixed reaction is real or what they want, what they're trying to create. I think the Roman Reigns mixed reaction is also engineered uh, for, to, for a mixture of boos and cheers. I don't know what to believe. I, it, it might be that way in live arenas, but there's no way for us to know because it's so clearly, obviously fake and, and Sweden uh, crowd noise. Uh, so, yeah, it might be a mixture of boos and cheers for, for Becky Lynch, but they definitely have been trying to make her a heel. They've been trying to make her the, the female Conor McGregor, 
and uh, I with, with you know mixed results. I don't know if I buy her necessarily being you know the the swaggering badass with the with the smart mouth. I, I I think she's trying a little too hard a lot of times, but but I see what they're going for. They're trying to you know make her like a multi-platform type star, not just a, a wrestling star. They're trying to see if there's some sort of mainstream appeal there, and I, and I don't I don't have a problem with that. It's just like I said, I don't know what's real and what's not as, as far as these reactions are. Uh, so Jay, you said you saw the uh, the haircutting incident uh, as part of your uh, what what did what struck you about that? What it was uh, it was definitely a surprise. I know that. I honestly just kept waiting for somebody to get slammed onto the scissors and killed. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, I got to see something tonight because um, there's these big ass scissors just laying in the ring and they keep body slamming each other and it's like, oh my god, there's scissors like I would let my kids in there. Someone's going to get body slammed on the scissors. That that would have been newsworthy. The haircutting, I was like, mm, okay, maybe. girl, maybe, maybe she wanted a haircut anyways, and they just worked that into the story. <laughs> yeah, she was looking a little shaggy there. No, I'm yeah. uh, I'm with you, Becky. Uh, Bianca Belair was sort of swinging them around a little wildly while she was cutting Becky yeah, with and, hair. Yeah, and so, yeah even during the haircutting, like, I thought oh. it was a little bit like, ooh, am I going to see something here? Someone's, yeah. someone's going to get you know scissors in the temple. Um, right, exactly. It was it was a little scary, a little, a little hairy there, <laughs> so to speak. Um, so that's uh, one. Young star, but it looks like they're ready to bury that. Um, the, the there's not too many other big star young stars uh, trying to be built on this show. I, I guess Omas, the big uh, African guy. Um, I don't know. If, I don't know if you caught that, Jay. The uh, home and time for that. I saw the recap. Okay. Of it, you know, when when when, yeah. when Bobby Lashley ran in there and then, oh my God, he knocked him over. Nobody's ever knocked him <laughs> over. It's got a very Andre the Giant feel to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and they've done they've done that before yeah. with big guys. They 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 yeah. love trying to build big guys. Yeah, yeah, a big show. Remember when that was a thing mm-hmm. for a while? You know, they, yeah, yeah, they 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 love their big guys who have zero moves. I don't know if this guy has any moves, um, other than just being large. Yeah. No, he really doesn't. He's, yeah, he's gotta... that's his thing. I mean, he's like one step from great colleague kind of a situation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's going to kill somebody? <laughs> uh, he's, he's big and like The great colleague really, uh... had bad knees, so he really walked around like Frankenstein. And uh, <laughs> he, it was just really hard to watch. In fact, there was a pay-per-view where the main event years ago was going to have what kind of uh, – it was a uh, cage match but involving – bamboo and everything and he ended up not even being in the match they had to throw somebody else in there it was that were not working out that bad it was the punjabi prison match and he oh, yeah. not really participated because he couldn't move um so yeah think, think of el gigante jason this is pretty oh. much what we're what we're talking about guys who basically stand in the middle and let everybody else sort of bounce around them and do all the movement. Uh, this yeah. is pretty much what, what, what we're talking and, about. And every once in a while, like somebody tries to come off the ropes, they'll put their foot up and kick them. Yep. Or put a hand up and chop them down. Yep. Yeah. yeah. You got or, it. Or catch them in like a choke hole, give them a big choke slam or something. Yeah. It, it's like, there's only like three or four moves that these guys can do, but these aren't going to be athletic finishers or anything like that. You just nailed the Omas, uh, uh, repertoire. You just nailed oh, it. Oh, okay. Of it. And I've never seen him wrestle. 
and you've never seen him wrestle, and you just named all the moves. No, nobody's nobody's seen him wrestle. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, the, the, the thing I noticed here is I'm looking at the card right now. The two night card is hey, boy, hey! I. Uh, I'm kind of pining for the days when you would just have one really awesome night of WrestleMania instead of what it looks like to be is two nights of mediocrity. Yeah, well, but what they have been doing is it was getting more and more bloated. So it wasn't right. one awesome night. It, it was, was like one six hours long, of the pre-show. Yeah, interminable, yeah. absolutely crowd-killing night. It was like the technical Oscars, the thing with all the Oscars that they hand out before the show. Yes, and, and the fans were like literally falling asleep. So they made the decision to split it into two nights, and I don't think they're—I don't know if they're ever going back because it's uh, the 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 days of those long WrestleManias that started with the pre-show at like three, four in the afternoon and didn't end till yeah. eleven at night. I don't know if anyone was a fan of those, and so I, I think that's a that's a thing of the past. I don't know if they're ever going back from that. Yeah, I I I'd, I'd say less is more. At this, just go back to like a kick-ass four-hour live card, and this this to me seems to be a bit much, especially looking down this docket and and what they're the bloat. Um, in this right. Card. How do you get all the celebrities on there if you have it? Uh, if you have a tight four-hour card, how, how can you do that? Yeah, and, and honestly, the the first day actually looks more interesting than the second day, because um, <laughs> because day two that's what happened I, I, last year too. Okay, they did the same thing last year. Like the first night was better than the second night. I thought it was last year, wasn't it? Um, Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair ah. stole the show. Okay. And it was the main event on the first night, and they blew their wad. And that should have made event at the second night, in my opinion. <laughs> and Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey are going to do that. I think they're going to do that again. Is that the first night? I think it is. And I, and I think that's the other thing with two uh, nights. Yeah. They, can have the women, they can have the women main event one of the nights. And then pat themselves on the back. We talked about this, Jason. They, they, they get to hit that spot. They get to, sit, to check that box and say, we have women main eventing WrestleMania. See, by splitting it up, you can have someone main event the first night and say, hey, they main event at WrestleMania, even though it's still the second night to go. That's, that's yeah. The real main event is actually. Yeah, the, I see know, both, both the big West. women's matches are the first night. Yeah, so uh, – they, they get so are you thing. are you now are you here calling the shot? So you're saying that Cody Rhodes is going to be the TBA or the TBD that's going to wrestle Seth Rollins or it's the the most uh, horrible secret that's been kept uh, in the world. Yes, Cody is going to uh, debut or redebut once again for WWE and and be Seth Rollins' uh, mystery opponent. Absolutely, ah, that's okay. that's been in the works for a long time and. Uh, with that one, Jerry Rollins working with Cody, a, a worst kept secret. What's really interesting to me is how they're going to wind up treating Cody Rhodes. Cody, uh, for, uh, Jay, if you don't know, uh, they had him as a mid-card guy, uh, Dusty mm-hmm. Rhodes' kid. Yep. Had him for a while, fired him, didn't have, any, uh, didn't have anything for him. He goes indie, he goes to Japan, goes around the world, becomes a much better in-ring wrestler, makes himself uh, an actual star, goes on to help create and found All Elite Wrestling. Top executive, uh, one of the top, you know, creative minds there at, at AEW. One of the reasons why AEW exists, and just 
a couple of months ago or so decides to leave, uh, reportedly because he didn't have as much um, influence uh, booking as he wanted, just like his, his old man. If he doesn't have, if he can't book the whole thing, he, he, he gets pouty and throws a fit. Um, so he, he wants all the control. He doesn't have it. So he decides, I'm, you know what, I'm, I'm gone. I'm going to leave. And, and he's, he's coming back to, to WWE. And I don't know how in the world that's going to work because all the history of Vince McMahon getting a big rival that has given him fits, you know, competition wise, when he gets his hands on one of those rivals, historically he buries them. It, it might start out great. Cody's probably going to beat Seth Rollins uh, at WrestleMania. He's going to get a huge pop, but Jerry, doesn't it seem like, like three, four, five months from now, Cody Rhodes is going to be jobbing to happy Corbin and, and uh, <laughs> running around trying to win the 24 seven title. Oh, not only that, he's going to have polka dots on. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Uh, yeah. Uh, that, was that Kevin Nash well one time said, uh, Kevin Nash had an old adage of what promoters used to say is when somebody had a bad name or, or something like that, he says, no, 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 go ahead and book them. Then you screw them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much what, what's going to happen. So, uh, yeah, that's what's going to happen for for Seth Rollins' mystery opponent. They've been chanting Cody's name on Raw for oh, okay. weeks now, um, so everybody knows. You know, this is the the era of uh, the the fans get smarter and smarter every year. They there's more and more insider uh, information out there that you can find this type of stuff. Um, the, the 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 difference in intellectual uh, between the fans of today and 20, 30 years ago is, is night and day. Like, uh, I don't know what the estimate of, of sort of insider fans or fans that knew what was going to happen sitting in the arenas it, it, back in like the, you know, 1990, 90, it's probably like, you know, five, 10% of them. And then the internet comes along and, you know, one of the great things about it is you can pass all this information along and, you know, the snap of a finger and fans get smarter and smarter and smarter. So now, probably you know seventy, maybe upwards of eighty percent of the fans sitting in there uh, know the inner workings and know what's going on before the the stuff happens out there. And I think that's what keeps drawing me to to watching wrestling is we we get this information and we sort of all know now what's going to happen. So now the draw is how are they going to pull it off? How uh, entertaining is it going to be when they actually do the things that we know they're going to do? Everybody knows what's going to happen. Everybody knows Roman Reigns is going to beat Brock Lesnar and and keep the uh, and win both championships and go on to to run everything until the Rock you know finally frees up his schedule and comes along. But the uh, the the entertainment comes in. How do they do it and how do they make it look? better than they did when they say when they had the same damn match four years ago, which again I can't stop laughing at them pushing this and marketing this as the biggest WrestleMania match of all time when they already had this match four years ago. I can't believe it. We've we've had this multiple times, haven't we? Well I think what they're saying is title for title, which they've Yeah, and they've done title for title before. And I don't know if they're gonna go back to keeping two separate brands but the champion can go on both. I think that's kind of what they're going for. Maybe they're going to eliminate a title or there's just like a unified champion of an undisputed champion, you know? Yeah. They're, okay. they, they, they're going to do that. And then when they get bored three years later, they're going to split them up again and, and 
bring the other title back again. Uh, but for now, there, there's money in, I guess, in unifying it and making Roman Reigns look as strong as possible. So I'm, I'm 100% sure that's what's going to happen there. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Do you, do you see the uh, the main event coming out different, uh, Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns? Well, Roman Reigns is the future. Uh, Brock's, you know, he can go year to year with his contract. He also has yep. a tendency to only wrestle every so many months. So to me, it would make sense to have Roman win, and um, and I think everyone's kind of going with Brock. I don't know what Vegas is saying, but I think it makes sense to have Roman win and keep going. He makes a good heel. I mean, they had no other choice. They they couldn't get anybody behind him for the longest time. And, you know, thank God. I mean, with John Cena, they just refused to flip him. Uh, it was a real smart move with Roman Reigns and. I thought it's been going well. Yeah, Jay, you've been laughing at the uh, trying to push Roman Reigns as a good guy for years and years and years because he kept getting booed. Yeah, I believe that's been discussed on this show that, that he'd be a lot better um, as a bad guy. You yep. know, he's awful, he, uh, he's awful with the mic, but he looks he's a big imposing looking guy. Um, and, you know, and it seems like he kind of, you know, I, I think he just leans into the bad guy role a little bit more. He's, he looks like a bad guy. Um, yeah, I, I, maybe, and maybe that's working. I, like you said, it's so hard to tell by the crowd reaction because I can't tell if he's getting cheered for or not. Um, right. But I'd like to be able to it's tell. It's hard because at Wrestle, and it's WrestleMania, it's, it's such a large stadium Right. That you're, you're not going to get a feel. I mean, if it's the Barclays Center, if they weren't manipulating the audience reactions, usually you get a pretty good idea in New York of where people sat. There are a lot of smart fans. There's a lot of smart fans going to be at WrestleMania, but it's such a large stadium that I, I just think everyone's gonna, everything's going to come across as a cheer to, to some extent. Yeah, and, and, you know, and having it be Reigns again is... I guess fine, but to have him have to wrestle Lesnar again, this just feels so old and tight. It just, it just it shows you just the lack of getting anybody up to that championship level that you could make a a compelling match for that that you know that top draw match that now you have to guys you know I, I guess because what Triple H retired so they're not going to dig him up. No, they can't dig him up anymore. He he had a heart uh, heart event. Uh, situation, oh. so no, he definitely <laughs> oh, is no. not getting back. Uh, good, good. I, mean, I, I say uh, they always come back, but f- uh, for that one, he he might actually want to stay uh, retired. He, we we don't want to see right. a death in the ring, at least not another one. Um, but, you're asking, yeah, yeah. He had vi- he had viral pneumonia on top of a of a of oh. an unknown heart condition that almost killed him. Yeah, you know? I mean they dug up they're digging up Stone Cold. That yep. that that whole thing tonight was uh, that 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 was just weird. <laughs> You know, uh, Jerry was asking about the odds for Reigns and Lesnar. Uh, Reigns minus three hundred on the uh, covers article, uh, and minus three forty on the uh, Odd Shark article. So big favorite uh, to win that match uh, for, and I yeah I think that's the only way really they can go. Uh, like you said, Reigns is uh, quote unquote the future at age thirty seven or whatever he is. Um, 
they're, they're, they're definitely looking to I, – I still feel like they're looking at him and Rock uh, sort of for control, you know, the old WWE versus the new school and, and you know, smack some sense into the youngster, even though Roman Reigns is, you know, pushing 40. Um, I still think they're looking for that whenever Rock decides he wants to do that and, and free up his schedule, but he's actually legitimately still, you know, busy as, as one of the top Hollywood stars uh, out there, so – I remember us talking last year about this was going to be the you know this was going to be the one for the Rock coming back. I really felt it was being in Dallas, being in that stadium uh, with the potential to legitimately actually set some attendance records, not the made up records that they like to push uh, that they uh, actually don't you know put seventy or eighty thousand real paying fans in those seats is more like you know, 45,000 paying and then, you know, 30 more that they gave out tickets like, you know, at radio stations and shit. Um, for this, this stadium with that main event of Rock Reigns, I felt like was going to be their their best shot at legitimately filling up a stadium like that. And they couldn't do that. And the, the Austin thing I think is their fallback is that I don't know what, how much they're giving him to do this, to, to make this big comeback. But, uh, this is the the only other thing that they probably could do to make a, a big yeah. house down there in, in Dallas is, is bring back Stone Cold out of out of mothballs and like yeah uh, it's so, like who have we got and it's not even a match I think he's gonna come right. out no. I think Ko's gonna come out and talk some crap he's gonna throw a stunner and that and maybe stop a mud hole catch some beers and that is it and he's yeah. gonna do that and make, be a be a damn millionaire yeah. <laughs> But they can't have a match with the Rock and Roman Reigns because they'd have to call it Rock Reigns, and then Tim Reigns is going to sue. <laughs> you know, hey, you I can't think use my um, I don't know where did they announce next year's WrestleMania venue? If it was in a, at the new LA Stadium, that would be a great venue for that. It, it yeah, would, then they could um, bring they bring in Cena, they bring in all these guys. These are all you know they're all Hollywood guys now, right? Yeah, but they you, you gotta you can't just say hey we're here near you and you can come out for us. You gotta make them have a reason to come out because right oh, now yeah, the, the, yeah. the product money is so <laughs> all it's always about the money, uh, and, and the product is not something that you necessarily want to get behind because it's so uh, lukewarm, you know. Uh, it's, it's, of course, if you know money talks, if they have enough of that, it's all about the money. It's all about the money. You can you can make anything happen if you have enough money, I suppose. Um, WrestleMania 39 is indeed uh, scheduled to take place at SoFi on April oh, 2nd of 2023. That, that makes sense. Okay. Well, so let you the speculation begin. You don't even watch wrestling, and you call the location of the next WrestleMania. Geez, is, is it really this predictable? My God. <laughs> <laughs> you don't watch a lick of this stuff, and you're like, you know, next year should be in SoFi. Sure enough. Next year it's in SoFi. Well, that was a good job out of you. Uh, I had one more uh, thought about the um, about the Reigns Lesnar match, um, and it's of course, hey, it's serious now. I'm out for blood. You don't change the game, boy. How, how uh, hypocritical, Jerry, is that when WWE and, and Vince McMahon are always looking at, at AEW and talking about well. You know the the blood and guts over there. You know that we 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 don't do that type of stuff. Uh, we don't think that's you know reflects good on the business. So we, you know, AEW has a lot more uh, matches where people are bleeding. They have matches where women are are cutting themselves and bleeding. Uh, 
they, they, there's a lot more of the violence factor, the old school wrestling factor over there in AEW. If you want to see bloody battles, if you you know if you miss that, then AEW is the place to go. But WWE has a lot of criticism about that. Of course, WWE doesn't do uh, a whole lot of blood these days, or hardly any, uh, you know, being corporately sponsored and whatnot. And I understand that. But then you can't go both ways. You can't turn around and have Roman Reigns attack Brock Lesnar at, at Madison Square Garden and, and draw this small little bit of blood on Lesnar's cheek and have Lesnar start going off and talking about, oh, you, you changed the game. It's going to be, I'm, I'm out for your blood now, and, you know, sort of foreshadowing that Lesnar's going to uh, bust open Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. That That's just, that, that's, that's, hypoc- that's just hypocritical. That's just, there's no other way to describe well, it. Been, it's been shocking that WWE has been hypocritical over the last 30 or 40 years when, <laughs> when he was losing to Turner saying, Oh, you know, it's not fair. They got all this money. And then all of a sudden you talk about putting guys out of business. I'm like, isn't that what you were doing in the eighties? Exactly. It's just, it's, <laughs> It's always been uh, hypocrisy. If you go in the last couple of years, there's been a couple of matches, one involving Randy Orton and I think one involving Roman Reigns or Undertaker where he hard-weighed them with the elbow. Mm -hmm. And so not only did you bust them open for real, like on purpose, but like it was hard enough that you could have concussed them doing that. Yeah. uh, Lesnar knocked the fuck out of of Randy Orton, like legitimately. (laughs) Uh, with, with elbows, and they and they did that on purpose. That was the plan finish to to make uh, Brock Lesnar look you know like a killer, and that's understandable. But number one, it's very dangerous, um, and number two, then you you can't go on talking about oh blood and guts. AEW's got blood and guts, and you know that's that reflects bad on us. And you're doing the exact same thing. So yeah, very well. That it wasn't the same thing. AEW at least is doing the old traditional blading. Right, exactly you're literally same, using yeah. your elbow to to rip somebody's skin open. I mean, as a, right. I mean, that was actually a little more brutal. Yeah, no, you're right. It, it's not exactly the same. Um, yeah, definitely a lot of uh, hypocrisy going down there. Yeah, the uh, Steve Austin Kevin Owens uh, encounter. Um, yeah, I'm extra cynical about it because, as I just said, I think they are only doing that because they're in Texas and they couldn't get a, a bigger attraction such as Rock, such as uh, you know, they probably would. Uh, uh, roll Undertaker out there again if he could uh, stand up, but he's not uh, fighting anymore. They're, they're, they are rolling him out for the Hall of Fame, but um, he's not getting in the ring. So, yeah, I, I think the, that's the only reason they're having this uh, encounter, as they uh, point out themselves, Austin hasn't wrestled in 19 years. Um, there's no reason for him to uh, come out of uh, sort of retirement, pseudo-retirement, um, and do this, uh, if not uh, for WrestleMania being down in tech. If, this, if the WrestleMania was in, you know, the, the dome in Minnesota, I don't think uh, Austin would be uh, asked to do this. Um, and, and I don't think if the rock was there, they would ask him to do that either. Um, but yeah, you pretty much said what is, what that whole encounter is going to be, which is talk for 10 minutes and insult each other. And uh, then Austin gives them the stunner and pours some beers on them and, and makes everybody happy. So <laughs> not, not much to talk about. There. And the only oh. reason they're choosing they they got stone cold because they couldn't thaw out Dusty Rhodes in time. <laughs> well, but they're going to thaw out his kid, so, so it'll work out that uh, that way. Um, they 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 had to uh, they brought back Ronda Rousey, uh, Jason. They didn't uh, talk about her tonight because she wasn't on the show. I so saw the they they did hype it up. There was there was a they, I saw something. It was a, it was an ad. I mean, they they basically played. Uh, 
what what amounts to never... a, like a yeah it was like a wasn't wasn't quite like a full promo but yeah it was it was I knew who was fighting yeah when they were previewing the whole car yeah yeah um so they had to tell the you you'll like this Jason Ronda Rousey when she first came back um was well and won the uh won the women's Royal Rumble as a quote unquote surprise entry and that's another one where, you know, a lot of the insider fans already knew she was coming back that night. Um but she's she's coming back out after maternity uh leave, after going away to have a baby. And if you remember when she was around a couple of years ago, the last time she was around, she had they had to turn her heel uh, so that she could do the job to Becky Lynch and make Becky Lynch the new star because people were turning out Ronda Rousey and booing her legitimately. It was back before they started sweetening the sound the way they do now. Um, and so Ronda Rousey went from smiling and, and slapping hands to everybody to having that boo-boo face and coming out with that, that frown on her face looking like your daughter and walking around stomping and looking like she's all mad and wanted to throw dolls and stuff. She came back at the Royal Rumble doing the same thing. That, that That's not the plan. They, they tried their they're planning to bring her back as a good girl, as a as a baby face right. again, but she's still mad at the fans legitimately for booing her. So she's still got the boo boo face. They had to take oh. her aside and tell her, oh. no, 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 you're a good guy again. Please smile again. We have. They had to beg her to smile again and and, and slap hands with the fans when she came out because she was still legitimately pissed that the fans are turning on her because that's the type of person Ronda Rousey is. She just wants to mean mug. That's fine. Or maybe she's just got like, you know, resting bitch face or something. She's extra sensitive. She is really, uh, uh, she, she does not take criticism. She never, she didn't take criticism well uh, as an MMA fighter at all. Um, yeah. so the, I guess it shouldn't be a surprise, but no, she's the baby. I, face. I haven't Charlotte, really Charlotte like, seen her wrestle. Now. I mean, is she, is she good? Is she, I mean, this is the main event on the first night. Could she wrestle? Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, her, she and Charlotte yeah, uh, Flair like, can make a get a match. Yeah, Charlotte Flair can get a good match out of a mop handle. Oh, she's <laughs> gonna. It's, it's. I mean, she can. Charlotte Flair is that good, and um, we're probably gonna see something spectacular. Uh, I think Charlotte Flair is gonna get a WrestleMania moment. I don't know what. It's gonna be big, big. Uh, and and Ronda is very good for her experience level um, as as far as WWE style. Like she hasn't been doing that all that long. You know, three years maybe. Um, yeah, but but she's really good, um, you know, for somebody that's, that's so inexperienced. And and like Jerry said, Charlotte Flair being you know Ric Flair's daughter, she uh, knows all the ins and outs, and and she can uh, make a, a great match with anybody. So yeah, uh, just as much as uh, Sasha Banks made a great match with Bianca Belair for last year's uh, yeah first night main event, uh, because Sasha's got the the experience, and Bianca Belair is very green, but Sasha put together a great great match and really made a star out of Bianca Belair. And, yeah, Charlotte's going to do something similar with, with Ronda Rousey and make her a, a big star once again and, and, and put her over. Uh, but Ronda really hates the fans. That that just tickles me because she, they got sick of uh, her, her boo-boo face a couple of years ago. Um, she she should uh, she should take the SmackDown crown from Charlotte Fair, but they're going to have the same problem. If they don't, like, heavily sweeten the crowd going forward after she wins the title back – they kind of the crowd's going to turn on her again uh, and get tired of her again because she's uh, she doesn't have that much personality. She's just you know she she's just kind of there. She's a great fighter, but but she she doesn't really have that it factor to me. Hmm. Uh, she's a huge favorite. Uh, minus six hundred on uh, the covers article. And, Who is uh, minus, 
and Ronda Rousey. Oh, okay. So they're expecting her to win this one. Yeah. And okay. minus 700 on the, uh, on the odds, on the art shark, uh, uh, website. So yeah, huge favorite. Um, and Jerry's right there. Uh, they're going to, they're going to go about 15, 20 minutes and it's going to be head and shoulders above, uh, most of the other matches on that show. Uh, yeah, it'd probably be a lot better than Pat McAfee and Austin. <laughs> That's why you got to have two nights because you got to get those celebrities in this there. Is Pat what I mean. trim, trim, trim the fat, Jesus Christ! <laughs> right. I mean, what is this? Well, do we need to see the, Edge wrestle? Is this nineteen ninety eight? No, no, we don't. We we really don't. We, we don't need to see Logan Paul wrestle. We don't need to see jo- uh, Johnny. Yeah, the fact Knoxville. that we're calling How about that. Yeah, Pat McPhee <laughs> and Logan Paul as stars is kind of just strange. Yeah. This so, is what happens when you don't build I, new stars. You, you got to go this route. Uh, yeah, there, there, there's definitely bloat um, in this, you know. And, uh, you know, I can remember yeah, – I can always remember – I always could go to some friend's house. Somebody would have on WrestleMania, and I'd go and I'd watch, you know, and – yeah, it's, I, I, first of all, I can't do two days of this. I can barely handle one. Right. And, and it so was you always, think, you know, uh, Yeah, yeah. It, at least it's all, like, recorded, and it's not like you got to pay to watch it again, though, if you have the network. Yeah. They do it. I mean, this is two nights live, right? They're doing this over they two are. days. Oh, um, are these three-hour, are these two three-hour chunks? Or what? What are they? Yeah, probably three, four hour chunks. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. But, but again, I, yeah, uh, no, you're right. Jerry's it funny. Started, I would. It started feeling like watching. Remember the old ESPN days, watching the first day of the NFL draft when it would oh, start yeah. at like nine o'clock in the morning and go till seven mm-hmm. p.m. I mean, yeah, WrestleMania was starting to feel like by the time you got to the main event, you were just done with it all. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I Especially understand. The crowd sitting there in the in the stands. Oh, they were just—it yeah. was torture. No, I—I I mean, I understand the, the, what they're doing, but I would just rather see, you know, like I said, I'd rather just see four hours of quality. I mean, because you can get, my God, you can get eight to ten matches in 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 a, in a solid four-hour show. We're getting fourteen matches plus an interview. <laughs> plus, a, plus an encounter, right? Yes. The, uh, with the KO show, um, yeah, is they're they're really going with the uh, with the celebrity thing. They um, more and more celebs in the ring. They got away with it last year with um, uh, the 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 rapper's name I'm drawing a blank, Bad Bunny, um, who actually looked really good in his match, but that's. I, I don't think you can count on that. I, there's no way Johnny Knoxville is going to look good in his match. Yeah, he's not going to be Zane. up there hitting his spots. Uh, <laughs> no. He'll be hitting his head, but he's not going to be yeah. hitting his spots. Um, there's no way, um, you know, Logan Paul is going to look any anywhere near as good as, as Bad Bunny. Although Logan Paul is, is a very good he's a, uh, athletic He's a boxer, type. right? Yeah, he's one of these YouTube chodes. He's a, that, I know, you know he's a YouTuber, but uh, he's yeah. basically trying to turn himself like into a into a boxer, you know. And, yeah. yeah and, and I mean, it's a tag, it's not, a tag team with, match, so I'm sure he'll be limited action. I'm sure the, the it's the Miz, so he'll be doing all the heavy lifting. Right. 
I got a feeling the, that Dominic's going to turn on his dad. Ooh. And there, there's a shot. That's that's past due. And then um, Giant Knoxville, if he wins, they're going to have it where his whole entourage is there, and they all kind of different hijinks to, to get the win. That's oh, anything goes, yeah. right? That's anything, mm-hmm. yeah. So, so you can cheat. Oh. Yeah, that's 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 got all the makings of a of a Benny Hill match. Just all sorts of craziness. Oh yeah, and, I'm, you know yeah. that's got some New Jack written all over it. They're gonna bring out the trash can <laughs> with a vacuum cleaner in it. Uh, there, there could be all sorts of things for. Yeah, you know, that's, that's gonna be one of those where everyone's just running around and somebody brought a ladder ladder here and somebody brought a broom here and you're gonna somebody, somebody over there in a bear costume. Uh huh. Uh, someone got a vacuum cleaner. Where did that come from? My God! So yeah, uh, Johnny Knoxville, by the way, who is, is proud to have suffered multiple severe concussions uh, in his line of work um, as the, the jackass guy, um, yeah. and now he's getting in a in a ring uh, in a wrestling ring uh, and facing Sami Zayn. That uh, they better take care of him. Is all I can say. Uh, it, that could go really, really, really bad. Uh, in a number of different in a number of different ways, not just as far as what it looks like in the ring, but as you know, as far as the, the guy wrestling is not does not have wrestling experience and and probably needs to be extra protected more so than, than most other people. Yeah, he's he's kind of an old guy, isn't he? I mean, yeah, and he's old. Well, that stupendously old. Uh, he's fifty one. Uh-huh. Fifty one. Oh Lord! Yeah, and this um, isn't the first well, that time was, that, that we've that seen Jackass. Young in the WWE. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Steve O and uh, some yeah. other guy was against Umaga like ten years ago, and that one didn't end so good. Uh, that one, um, one of the guys kept getting up after he get the finisher, and, and it started pissing off the Umaga character, and he basically started just just laying him out. And uh, and I think he ended up concussing Steve-O over the whole thing. And I don't think it'll go – it's a new time, new new era. They wouldn't pull something like that now. But um, they're, they're going to do some high-risk hijinks. And I'm sure there's going to be some pranks and, uh, you know, be cool to have a cup of cheese or who the hell knows what. I vaguely remember that, Jerry. You're right. Like, Steve-O was taking hard moves that are supposed to knock you out and, like, getting up and laughing. So – and, uh, yeah, you're, you're going to get stiffed after you do that uh, at least one or two times, that's for sure. Um, so let's let's see what the odds are looking at for some of these other matches. Uh, Logan Paul and The Miz are actually favored over the Mysterios uh, slightly, minus 160, um, and minus 250 on the Odd Shark side. So I, I think that uh, – oh, I'm reading that wrong. Odd Shark actually has the Mysterios as minus 250 favorites. So there's a, there's a conflict there. Um, but again, these are articles that were written, uh, last week, uh, sometimes. So all these odds might change, all the booking might change. And I, I didn't think of, uh, Dominic turning on Ray at this stage. Uh, but well, yeah, it's be the mega would... powers explode is that, uh, Ray's going to go for the hot tag and, uh, and Dominic's going to deny the tag and let his dad get his ass handed to him. Oh. See, I was looking the other way. I was looking at the way Logan Paul was sort of uh, eyeballing the Miz uh, during some of the uh, build-up the last couple of weeks. Like it, it looked, it, Logan Paul was making it look like he wasn't necessarily down with all the hijinks that the Miz was doing. That so I was thinking maybe Logan Paul was going to try to to do the swerve and, and try to come out of this as the babyface and beating up the, the beating up the Miz, making it a three out of one. 
Uh, so, huh? It could go. Might... It, yeah, it could go. Yeah. The other option would be the Miz loses the match, gets up, Logan Paul gives him shit, he gets in his face, and he gets knocked mm-hmm. out via Buster Douglas style. Uh, yeah. And Mike Tyson. I, I can see that, too. Uh, so I, a slight bit of intrigue on, on a match that really uh, otherwise doesn't have any. Um, these, uh, uh, it I think looks I've like they about... got away from the, these battle royals that they used to do, these memorial battle royals. They actually are going to do with large tag Friday. matches. Yeah. Oh, okay. They're, I, I don't know exactly what the uh, – Thinking is, but they already, but they did advertise that as part of the Raw show. Is that the WrestleMania Battle Royal will not take place at WrestleMania? It's going to take place on SmackDown Friday. <laughs> I, I I don't know that. I guess it's just part of trying to break it up and, and I, stop from all the you know, but I that we're talking that, about. I mean, but that was always the way on WrestleMania night to get to see all the scrubby guys who weren't good enough to be on the card. Oh, there's, yeah, they definitely need to, to get all the guys in somehow. Uh, get them all of WrestleMania payday. That's uh, right. definitely something that they, they still try to do is get everybody uh, uh, in appearance at least. Okay. But that was always what that seemed to be, you know. It was like, okay, mm-hmm. none of these – they're all the people who didn't quite make the cut to be on the WrestleMania cards. So we're going to throw them all in the, the Royal Rumble. Mm, yeah. Or the Battle yeah, Royale, you know, yeah. Yeah, they definitely still do Yeah, that. now they're going to be thrown together as big tag team matches. Which yeah, that seems to be the thing because I'm seeing some of like the, the like you know like you got, I saw Randy Orton on the tag team tonight. I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh boy, how the mighty have fallen. That's another one that I thought was maybe a, a turn brewing because that is definitely an odd couple deal that they got with him and Matt Riddle. Uh, they yeah, they, they're the tag. Sister. They're the they're the tag champs on Raw and uh, but. Matt Riddle is like the the sort of young stoner guy. He's he's not young either. He's thirty five, but he's like the <laughs> hey bro, you know that type of guy. And Orton is the serious, you know, twenty year veteran guy. And they're they're the odd couple. And and Orton uh, was beating him up, you know, earlier when they when they first started uh, having encounters last year. But you know, Riddle won him over and earned his trust. And now Orton's calling him his his friend, which. You know, to me, just seems like a, a setup for for a turn, but that's just that's just me. Uh, yeah, they're like in a there's like three tag teams going at that night, and yeah. I don't even, I don't even, I don't, I'm not even sure if the crowd's going to care, and that's a good opportunity. Go I, go I'm predicting go lots of people turn on each other. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's a. Uh, Four way for the uh, for the for the tag titles, I believe, and uh, for the for the women's. Uh, oh, okay. The women's is a four way tag, and the, and the men's is a three way with the street profits. Uh, what what did you think of them deciding for that to be the um, sort of the last thing on Raw? The the usually the last build is the uh, the champions, the world, the the actual singles champion, but they decided to you. go with. I was stunned that that was the last match. Yeah, I was surprised. I mean, I actually went and filled up my water. It was good for me because it gave me a chance to kind of like get ready for the show because I really didn't have any interest in seeing it. And then by the time I came back, they were all doing their sort of after the bell shenanigans and stuff. Yeah. 
I don't think they try like they used to. It's, it's, it's only $10 to get, I mean, to get Peacock. And if you already have Peacock for five, then they're only asking to spend five more dollars to, to, to see WrestleMania. So it wasn't like before where WrestleMania was, I think it topped out in the $60 range for a pay-per-view when it was in a pay-per-view format. And I just don't think they have to try as much anymore. And I just think. Or they're not going to get it. They already got the thing sold out months ago, or as many right. tickets as they're going to sell. And honestly, are you, would you be, if you already have the Peacock Network, would you spend the extra five bucks to see even one match? Well, probably five bucks for one match. Yeah, I mean, if you're a fan of one of these wrestlers or you have a, even a, a passing interest or you're going to have a party, like, wow, you'd have a whole WrestleMania party at your house for five bucks. <laughs> well, yeah, J- uh, Jerry's right. It's it's a whole different ball game now that they're not doing it on pay-per-view. It's uh, exclusively on Peacock, um, which <clears throat> and I already have all the, you know, Peacock, Peacock, Peacock Plus, uh, Peacock Premium, whatever you want to call it, I already have that just because I happen to have uh, Comcast cable just owned by NBC. So that all uh, got to me automatically. So I didn't know how it worked if you don't have Peacock automatically. So, Jerry, you're saying you have you have Peacock, but then if you don't have Peacock Plus or Premium, then you have to pay a little more to get WrestleMania, but only $5. Yeah, so I used to have the w- yeah back when I had the WWE Network, it was 10 bucks a month. I thought that was a good value. If you watch one right. one of the big events every month, you're paying for it. I already had Peacock for five, and then when the announcement happened, I was like, okay, I'm actually going to pay less to get WWE Network. I'm going to pay $5 less. And, uh, yeah, so it's $10 a month to have um, the WWE Network in with Peacock. That, so if you already oh, have so Peacock, just, you're only paying five bucks more. So Peacock absorbed in WWE Network then. Yep. Yeah, you can't even yep. get WWE Network on its own anymore. No, God, do you remember that one? Do you remember um, the one WrestleMania where that's all they talked about? <laughs> Nine ninety nine a month. Uh, oh my God, what a deal it was! <laughs> oh. Yeah, they wanted to get the subscription uh, rate yeah. up to about you know four million people was their goal. At, well, I don't know where it's at now, or if it even really matters. I, I guess it would it would matter with the rates they get with their cut with Peacock, but Peacock paid them up front. Yep. It doesn't even matter anymore. It's, it's all, uh, the, the, so again, all about the money. They get, they did the deal with, with Peacock and made it exclusive. And now it really truly doesn't matter anymore because you're right. It, it, you know, everything is already baked in and TV rates are, are pretty much uh, the only thing that's a, that's a variable now. Um, and you know, whenever that contract comes up again with with USA Network, uh, other than that, no, they they don't they don't care, they, and they don't have to because it's, it's all baked in. So maybe that's why they they don't care about building new stars. Maybe that's maybe that's why they don't care well, if and, their card is crap. <laughs> yeah. Unless USA really opens their their pocket, Peacock's just going to take it, and then you can just watch it on the WWE Network. Versus, um, I think now you can watch it five or six weeks after it's aired. On Peacock, like yeah, Raw and SmackDown, right? You you can't go right to WWE Network and watch it the next night. Uh, because I, I've looked for it and like I, it's not there. And I'm like, okay, so now I got to go to like the USA Network app or or go online, and and that's just crap because they 
play like part of the show and then they give you these automatic commercials. You can't skip them. And then once they play the commercials, you can't go back to the show. Like it, it, it just freezes every time. And then you got to refresh and then you go through the commercials again. And it's like, this is garbage. And I, I think they do that on purpose. I think they, they want that to be garbage, but wow. it is what it is. Uh, so the rest of this uh, show, we talked a little bit about Johnny Knoxville going to get on there and, and try to wrestle. Uh, Pat McAfee uh, has a match with a, a young star, uh, Austin Theory. So Pat McAfee has wrestled, Jay. Um, I think he wrestled once. Uh, was it a singles match with Adam Cole in NXT? Um, so he has gotten in there, or was it, uh, I don't remember if it was a singles or part of a tag team situation, but he did get in there and he didn't look terrible. They didn't ask him to do too much. Um, so this will be his uh, second match, I believe in uh, WWE. Uh, yeah. It, it, I think this is just part of the, the celebrity thing there. I don't think there's any way they give a damn about letting Pat McAfee get in the ring, except he's got a, a following now. He's got a popular podcast and he's got some mainstream uh, credibility. Of course, you know, him and Aaron Rodgers uh, made some news yeah. when, that was they had their their show, yeah. So does that mean next year it's Joe Rogan? <sighs> Boy, I, I really hope not. But I put nothing past Vince McMahon, nothing at all. Let's just um, we got we got a YouTube guy, we've got a podcaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All I about think, the I think a guy that we're, we're going to hear about the guy we're going to hear about next year is Gable Stevenson. Um, yeah. He has a WWE contract, but they allowed him to go and finish up his NCAA career. And he just won the NCAA championship, I think, for the second year in a row. And, um, I mean, this guy um, this guy looks like he could be Kurt Angle. Mm-hmm. Don't know what That's his personality exactly what is like, though. That's exactly what to my mind. I'm like, he's, he's going to show up in the same outfit, even. <laughs> like, you know, with the, with, the, with, the, uh, with the Olympic medal and all that stuff, right? That's right. I want the it just scares me how they're gonna, if they're if they're going to develop him or are they just going to bury him. I don't know what. Uh, I know is it Rick Steiner's son is making a big splash in NXT right now too. Yep, he's the champ down. Or he was the champ down there. They already had him job to, to Dolph Ziggler. Um, but yeah, he looks he looks really good, uh, Bronson uh, Rick Steiner. Um, and they said they're going to put the Steiners in the Hall of Fame this year. So the, how, how ironic is that? The, the kid gets, uh, gets on NXT and now they're putting the, the father and his, and his brother in the, in the WWE hall of fame. So it's funny how uh, all that goes together. There, there's nothing uh, that WWE and Vince McMahon don't do with a, with a purpose that there, there's always something behind. Yeah. There's every, a, there's uh, a politic decision. behind everything. Always, right? always. No doubt about it. Well, they're not stupid. I mean, it, it's it's still, yeah. even though it feels like we're always dancing on the grave of it, they're still number one uh, for now. They, they are. The uh, AEW's breathing down their neck, but, uh, uh, again, there's uh, certain things like the TV contracts and, and the Peacock and whatnot that make it where WWE almost doesn't have to care so much that AEW's is becoming more popular than them because like things are baked in and, and sunk cost and uh, they're not tearing up that TV contract, right? That, that money is coming in. The, the Saudi Arabia money is is always going to be there. They they do, they still do two shows every year in in Saudi Arabia and and make an obscene amount of money doing that. Um, So 
certain things are, are going to be there no matter how popular AEW gets. So they almost don't have to really care. So they, uh, they took a couple of guys uh, and made them turn heel just for this WrestleMania, just because they were, I guess, running out of ideas to set up matches. So they, they had uh, the, your, your guy, Edge, you just mentioned uh, the elder statesman. Uh, now who's uh, all of a sudden for no reason he's a bad guy and he's attacking AJ Styles and laying him out. Uh, so that's going to be a match. And Damian Priest, who snapped after losing the U.S. title to Finn Balor, uh, now he's a bad guy for some reason. Um, and, and what what kind of angers me a little bit about that, uh, Jerry, is you just mentioned Braun Breaker, uh, Rick Steiner's kid. There are several NXT dudes who could use the positioning. Who you, you know, they could use that rub and that promotion uh, instead of you know forty seven year old Edge and uh, Damian Priest, who's thirty seven, I believe. And uh, they, they're running out of ideas, so they just turn them bad and, and make up matches for them. There, there's younger guys. There's people they could promote in those positions and, and give them some some kind of push. So they just they just choose not to. Ever since the formula, you know, Triple H's vision of NXT, um, I've actually gone to some NXT shows when they were up in, in Wisconsin, and they were phenomenal. And they had so much talent uh, going on. I mean, at the time, it was Sasha Banks and Charlotte and Finn Balor. And they had, I mean, and it, and it, so it was no shock that all these guys migrated over. But then to see where they're all at now, it's like, oh. How, what a shame. What a shame of, of where they're all positioned. Uh, they were primed to be ready to take top spots within a couple of years. And, and now you got one of them wrestling Johnny Knoxville. And you got, um, and I'm telling you, uh, um, you know, Sami Zayn is a great wrestler. And, yeah. and um, to see him to where he's to this, it's just, it's sad. And, there's a long list of wrestlers on NXT in the last five years. And um, I, I don't know if you guys knew, but like they kind of took NXT back and, and they call it like NXT 2.0 and they've, it's just a different product now. And it's, to me, it's not what it once was. And it's not, I, I don't know. I mean, now you got Dolph Ziggler who couldn't win a, a, a big time match and now he's their champion. And I, I don't know. Yeah, like they demoted him. Like you, you know, we've run out of ideas for you up here in the in the main roster. So we're gonna send you down to the minors, and you're gonna be the champion down there. It's like okay. Well, a couple of years they sent they sent Finn Balor back there to be their champion again yeah. at one point a couple of years ago. Yep, sure did. Uh, but the, but even the the old guys that are still left, like most of the old guys that they had that were older guys, say old guys, uh, older like you know lower thirties or uh, mid thirties. Um, that were primed to, like you said, take over and sort of be the next guys up, uh, the Johnny Garganos and the entire Undisputed Era. Um, Samoa Joe at one point went back down, um, came up and went back and, and went down and came back up and sort of was back and forth. Uh, so there's a couple of those guys still left that they could put in, in these spots uh, other than uh, having Edge and, and, and Lesnar and these old guys. Uh I don't know what Gargano's doing right now besides uh, uh, paternity leave, but when he comes back, he could have been one of those guys. They still got Tommaso Ciampa uh, hanging around. He could be one of those guys. Um, we, we talked about Dolph. Uh, you know, Robert Roode is still hanging around. Uh, there, there's plenty of guys that they could put in, in upper level. It's like you get in one slot 
and they, they just keep you there. You never seem to get out of that mold. You, you get it that, you know, New Day got in that mold and they take, they took each one and, and put them up and promoted them a little bit and then brought them right back down and put Kofi Kingston up there as champ for a while. And then they had Brock Lesnar just step over him and, and win the title in one move. They squashed him just like uh, Becky Lynch squashed uh, uh, Bianca Belair last year. Uh, then they had Big E step up this past year and win the title and put him back down. That that ring didn't last very long. Now he's out with a broken neck. Um, that that's that's the the frustrating part. It seems like there's potential to put to take certain guys and and elevate them and actually move them along and not have them stagnate and be the, the same guy in the same spot year after year after year. But uh, it's the politics of it. You you get in this one spot and you can't move up because nobody else is, I guess, willing to give up their spot. They can move up, but you know, you gotta have, at that point you gotta have edge and, and those guys to sit down, and they they're not ready to sit down yet, unfortunately. Well, I'm still sour about Bobby Roode. I mean, they had him come in, they gave him the best entrance that yep. money could buy, and he still had that old school look with the old school robe. He was a million bucks in NXT. They brought him over, and they already they removed the music because people were cheering for him, and they needed him to be a bad guy, so they dumped the music. And right. they just got to where it's like you don't even really get to see, you know, throw him in the Royal Rumble, and that, that's about it. It's just sad because now he is older. I mean, he's in his 40s. But when they right. brought him in, I think he was already 39 or 40 when they brought him in. But, man, they could have had a hell of a run with him. And uh, I, he had a great look. And, um, you know, he, he had like that neck of like Chris Benoit. And I don't know if we're allowed to even say that, but he had like that oh, neck of Chris Benoit that. and that build just of the name that shall he not had, be he had, he, spoken. Yeah. He had the build of like Stone Cold where he had a, a, a lean look, but a real athletic, good look. Um, it was just fantastic. And just some of these guys, I just don't know what they do with them where, and then, but then they'll keep, They'll keep, uh, is it Happy Corbin now or whatever his name oh, is? Oh, God. I mean, that guy, you know, they, they kind of built him up a bit. And I think the thing that always hurt him is going to sound real petty, but, like, he never developed, like, abs of any sort. And, like, so they always had him wear a shirt. And they, they tried everything. I mean, you know when they make you king of the ring, you're screwed. That used to mean something. And that, now it's like, let's try this. And we, we have nothing else for you, basically, so let's make you the king, um, which is what they're doing with the, with the third new uh, New Day guy, Xavier Woods. He's the, he's the king now, which points out how little it means. But, no, the, the body shape thing and the body shaming thing, that is definitely real. That that You mentioned that with, with Baron Corbin uh, always having that gut, and they finally said, fine, we'll, we'll just put you in a, in a waiter's shirt. You look like you work at Applebee's, and but we don't want to see your stomach anymore. Um, they did that with him. That reminds me of what they did with uh, Keith Lee, um, which is another guy that came in and was a, a house of fire. Uh, and then he uh, then they bring in Killer Cross, and he's a house of fire, and he goes over Keith Lee as soon as Keith Lee uh, gets the NXT title. And now both of them are gone. They've already fired all of them. But yeah, with the body thing, uh, if, if Vince doesn't like the body, you're, you're you're pretty much sunk. And you know, no matter how great Keith Lee is in the ring, Vince never liked his body, and he kept putting him in different outfits and. Um, yeah, it's, you, you get a you get a you get pigeonholed. You get in a certain uh, spot, and, and Vince McMahon can't see you any other way. And that seems to be the the biggest problem. And not just Vince McMahon, but the, you know, the people around him, whether it's Kevin Dunn or Bruce Pritchard or whoever, 
Um, if they see you one way, that's it. You can't ever be seen another way again, and that's that's the biggest problem they have right now. Yeah, and when Keith Lee had his debut at AEW here this last, I think it was late summer, oh, did he look like a million bucks. That was a great match, and it's it's so sad that I don't know what all happened there. He disappeared. I don't know if it was an injury or what it was, and then he came back for a match or two, and then he was done. He got really sick. Um, I don't know if it was COVID or not, but it was something, um, something that knocked him down, like, really seriously. And, yeah, but when he came back, now Vince McMahon has decided um, whatever you were doing before, I don't like it because too much of your belly was showing. We're going to put you in this weird-looking singlet, and we're going to call you Bearcat because that's we, 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 we see a big black guy, and we got to put a, an animal name on him because we don't know what else to do with you, um, even though he is extremely articulate and intelligent, and if you just let him use his – natural charisma to get over he's you know what he's what he's doing in AEW now um, you're going to have gold but you get pigeonholed and someone says I don't like it I see him as something else and that's it there's there's nothing you can do about it um, so yeah he, he didn't uh, come back for very long once he came back he did a couple of matches at the Bearcat and that was the end of that and Killer Cross is even worse to me because he's ready made like you don't have to do a thing to him just let him go out there and work um and he's just natural everything he did so what do they do with him they put him in a gladiator looking outfit and and, and call him carrying cross and look made him look really stupid like jay it's it's so sad sometimes you get guys that have such a great badass look as a just their natural look they're just badass but it's wwe so they get in their heads like we got to make him look like a cartoon character. We got to do something to make him quote unquote special because he's not going to stand out as just a regular looking badass guy. They had this guy Killer Cross. His, you know, you can almost tell by the name how what he must look like. Look like a killer, shaved head, great shape, two hundred fifty pounds, six three, just kick ass, uh, big, uh, angry looking eyes, big uh, personality. Um, just everything about him was screen star as far as I'm concerned. And they, they completely buried him. First of all, they had him losing to Jeff Hardy, who, you know, is in his uh, mid forties and, and really shouldn't be going over anyone at this stage of his career. And then when he, uh, when they did bring him back after he was losing to Jeff Hardy, they put him, they, they had him in this like gladiator looking thing. And it kept adding on like every week it was some new accoutrement, like a, a, like a, a helmet and then the next week it was something across his chest like some sort of strap or something it, it just looked more and more and more stupid and then they cut him it was like oh this isn't working uh we wish you luck in your future endeavors it's like what are you they they don't know what they're doing they 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 they, they think they have to put something on them to make them sort of wwe-fied and they, they really most of the time you don't have to do that just let them do what they do at least they didn't make him a, like a racist stereotype. <laughs> He's a white guy. They couldn't do that. They did that oh, with, well. with Keith Lee. Keith Lee is a, is a big 350-pound black guy. I don't know if you've ever Uh-oh. seen him before. So how, so how ghetto did they make him? They they uh, they didn't they couldn't ghettoify him too much because he's too smart. Like he's you, okay. you can't really uh, 
make them uh, if they had them come out, you know, do rapping and, and something like that, that would be really terrible. But no, they oh, went the other way. He's they, so articulate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, no, but they went the other. They made him uh, like a big animal. They made him have a uh, frowny. He's got a great smile, and they made him stop smiling. They had to put on a big frowny face, and they called okay. him Bearcat. They, oh and my God! Like, they they junkyard dogged them. Pretty much, yeah. And it's like you don't have to do that. <laughs> you don't have to do that. So, and and then he fired him. And he said, oh. yeah. So yeah, it's it's it's, it's very uh, sad sometimes when you think about. I, I, the I thought I, I thought I caught side. a I thought I caught a whiff of that with the with the street profits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that, that's uh, you know. Um, and at least they don't go too over the top with that. Like they are, uh, they 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 get that little street cred and hip hop cred when they when they do their promos. But it's, uh, you know, they talk about we want the smoke. Uh, so you know, but it's not too bad. It's not. Uh, they're actually putting um, Shad Gaspard from uh, Crime Time into the. Uh, uh, they're giving him the, the Warrior Award uh, this this weekend. Uh, who uh, Shad Gaspar, who unfortunately uh, passed away, um, legitimately trying to save his son from being uh, drowned in a in a in a riptide, and, and unfortunately oh he got caught in it. Um, did he at least save the kid? I believe yeah. he did. Okay, yeah, the kid good. survived, and, and he did not, unfortunately. Um, but he was part of a, of a tag team with uh, with the original. Uh, you're the original JTG, but his partner was JTG, and uh, they they called themselves Crime Time, and that was really bad. Um, their theme song when they first oh, debuted. I remember that. I yeah. actually do remember that. Yeah, talking about rolling a fatty, and here comes yeah. Crime Time, and it's like, what are you? Okay, so. Yeah, it, it's not that the street profits are are not there. Okay. They're 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 going down that road, but they're not quite there yet, um, as far as being ghetto five. But uh, but but it's 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 hard. It's it's hard to get them to see you as as anything other than what they sort of pigeonhole you and stereotype you uh, when they first see you. So uh, it's a lot of it's a lot and of. And I really I really liked what they did with Bobby Lashley. I mean, it's unfortunate he got injured. Um, but up to the Royal Rumble, I mean, he had a great entrance. He had great management. Uh, he never was great on the mic, so you know. But but as far as uh, having a good mouthpiece and having a you know putting on a good, he he was putting. I mean, he's been around a long time. But uh, mm-hmm. to to see to see what happened with that was sad, and he was pretty prominent last WrestleMania too. Uh, I I believe as well. You're right. Um, yeah, he's in his forties uh, as well, I believe, but he, he's in absolutely tremendous shape still. Um, yeah, you're right. They uh, elevated him as like one of the top guys. Like he was uh, the the champ, the the top champ there for a while. Um, he challenged Brock Lesnar at one point, and uh, did he go over? Uh, I think that's when Paul Heyman turned on uh, Roman Reigns. Yeah. And went back to yeah. uh, Brock Lesnar briefly, which is uh, part of the confusion uh, with, with some of this booking, Jason. They actually, just in the past like couple of months, they had Paul Heyman leave Roman Reigns and go back to Brock Lesnar for about five minutes. And then he turned back on Brock Lesnar and went back to Roman Reigns. So I don't quite understand why they did all that. But in turning on Roman Reigns, uh, 
Paul Heyman actually cost him the uh, WWE title, and he lost it to Bobby Lashley. So they had Lashley on top for for a hot second there, and then, uh, like you said, Lashley got hurt, um, and then they had the uh, they had Lesnar come in and and win that title, and that's what sets up this whole uh, title versus title thing. Um, but yeah, I, I like the way they use Lashley too. He's uh, clearly someone that they they like and they trust, and they haven't tried to make him something that he's not. They they haven't tried to you know make him come in and do. Uh, uh, hip hop concerts or, or something stupid like that. Um, they had him with the hurt business and had him as the sort of the, the head kingpin of that thing. And, and yeah, it was working out pretty good for a while there. Um, but that's again, sort of pointing out that, okay, you almost, it's, that's almost like they sort of built a new star, what they did with Lesnar the last couple of years, but he's not a new star. He's 41 years old. This is, yeah, they, 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 they can't help themselves. That's, it's crazy. So uh, you mentioned Drew McIntyre and, and Happy Corbin. The only reason I bring that up is because it feels a little bit like, I don't know if you'll remember this, uh, Jerry, but uh, like 10 years ago, uh, Randy Orton had a WrestleMania match against Kane. And this was back when in the midst of Randy Orton, who he, he kind of had a little bit of a pop culture run there with the RKO thing and out of nowhere. And, he was actually getting some mainstream coverage. And there's this match with Kane that's scheduled for WrestleMania, and everyone, including myself, thought this was just fait accompli, just a setup for Randy Orton to go uh, hit the RKO, make everybody pop, and uh, continue his ascent. And Kane actually went over clean as hell with a, with a choke slam, if I recall correctly. Um, and it's like, I think WWE has some – uh, moments where they look at their car and they go, this is all too predictable. We got to do some swerves, bro. We got to do some uh, Vince Russo swerves. We got to make some, uh, do some things that people don't see coming. We got to make some surprises. So I'm not calling for Happy Corbin to beat Drew McIntyre, but it kind of feels like the, that Randy Orton came out. Like it feels like Drew McIntyre should just steamroll over Happy Corbin and, and embarrass him and uh, continue his ascent. Uh, so it might set up for Abby Corbin to surprise everybody and then pull out a, a cheap win over him. I don't know. Drew McIntyre, they spent two years during COVID to build him where they didn't have any real fans. And he had a great finisher, and he really had a good look. And then I think when things went live again is where it's like, oh. <laughs> they remembered he was Drew McIntyre. Yeah, and that was the hard part with 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 when they were doing the was it the the Thunderdome, yeah. and uh, it was you could really hide, um, you could really tell you you got to tell the story of of who was who was over. Mm-hmm, exactly. exactly. I think they're still right. trying they... to do that, but you you, you can't you they, they can try their best, but it's it's not the same. No. No, they they really are trying to engineer everything, and you, you can't do it. I mean, if you do that, then there's no reason to have a live crowd. Just do everything in the Thunderdome at that point. But no, they they really are trying to set everything up exactly the way they think it's supposed to go. But uh, the, you, you saw it tonight in the promo. You, uh, Jay, you didn't see the promo, but Brock Lesnar opened the show, right? Okay. Uh, Which is sort of the opposite the of what we're used to. We're used to that being at the end. 
Right, I, I totally expected him and Roman Reigns. And then Reigns the other guy runs of, out and punches yeah. him and then points at the – and then the last <laughs> shot is of him pointing at the WrestleMania the sign. Or the, yep. Yeah. Uh, so Brock Lesnar opens the show cutting a promo. He's supposed to be the good guy in the him, – him versus Roman Reigns. That's interesting. But, okay. <clears throat> but the crowd is doing the what thing to him. Everything he says, they're going, what? And he's trying not to let it – bother him and he goes okay yeah you can play along go ahead um and then eventually he goes all right that's enough because <laughs> he was starting to get rattled by it um and that that's the thing when you're live when you're in front of actual people they're going to do what what they're going to do uh, especially wrestlemania crowds particularly the ones after wrestlemania they're famous for sort of hijacking the show and chanting what they want to chant and doing what they want to do you're going to see a lot of that when uh cody comes out um, tomorrow, uh, Saturday, um, and then you're going to see it when he comes back on, on Monday Night Raw. There's going to be some things said uh, and, and chanted at him because he was a very polarizing figure in, in AEW. Um, so there, there's no sweetening you can do. There's no amount of uh, engineering the, the crowd noise that's going to stop the things that are going to be uh, said and chanted at, at Cody Rhodes and some of these other guys as well. But uh, that's what happens when you go back in front of people. They they don't behave exactly the way you want them to behave. So uh, that, that that's been a, that's been interesting to say the least. Uh, so let's see what else do we have on this card. Um, AJ Styles is actually favored to uh, go over Edge, a slight favorite. Um, the Women's tag team title match. Uh, I guess Sasha Banks and Naomi are the slight favorite at minus 170, but that's a very, very slight favorite. And again, these uh, write-ups were done uh, uh, last week, so it might not necessarily uh, reflect what's uh, what's going on right now. Johnny Knoxville is the favorite over Sami Zayn. Um, Austin Theory is a slight favorite over Pat McAfee, but that one I wouldn't be surprised if they had Pat McAfee win and uh, sort of embarrass Austin Theory because the uh, the angle is Austin Theory is like the the pet project of Vince McMahon and I, I think they I don't, I don't know exactly where they're going with that but they make him more often than not look like a goof so that Vince McMahon has a, an excuse to yell at him and berate him and, and look like the the you know the the father figure that's lording over the guy and and I think they're using that almost as a pro- as a proxy so that Vince can yell at the entire roster and tell them how disappointed he is in them. And I think Austin Theory is sort of playing that role right now. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't catch much uh, as far as it goes with, with him. I saw him on the show tonight. I had no idea that he was wrestling a uh, NFL punter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of things that are going on in uh, at WrestleMania that you would not necessarily have, have guessed. Um, so yeah, with the the, Hall of Fame, the the Hall of Fame, they kind of went all in on Undertaker and there's, you know, a few others. It just seems definitely more, more muted. I mean, it's just Undertaker and then there's some others, real minor ones this year. That's what happens when you put everybody in the Hall of Fame. You're you're kind of running out of people. Like, I don't know what other... uh, Well, it's because all the people who should be in the Hall of Fame are still wrestling. Correct. Uh, we we should be talking about Edge uh, in in the 
Hall of Fame. He's already in the Hall of Fame, isn't he? Um, and, Coco and Beware and Abdullah the Butcher is in the, the WWE Hall of Fame. I'm just going to throw that out there. And I'm, a, I'm an Abdullah fan, but I'm just saying he's in the Hall of Fame in, in, a, in, a, in a company he never worked for. Yeah. And and, and Coco's my guy. I, I actually. Oh, that's like the, so. It's like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, don't get don't get Jay started on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, Why not throw a country artist in there? Why not? Yeah, we got some rappers. We got some country. You know, Rock and Roll baby. It's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, so, anything else stand out about this uh, this WrestleMania bloated two two night card? <laughs> I think we talked about every match. Yeah, a little, little bit about every match. You know what we didn't talk about? The SmackDown tag team match, uh, the tag team title. Oh. With the, the Usos defending against uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs. Did you catch that act? Uh, yes. <laughs> and what did you think of that? I wasn't, I, I wasn't too impressed. <laughs> I, I'm with Jerry. The tag team stuff doesn't really uh, you know, trip the trigger for me. Yeah. And there's a yeah. lot of it. That's the thing. That, when you talk about bloat. Uh, right. One, two, three, four, five matches that are at least tag team matches, you know, because there's a three-way and a four-way um, right. out of 14. So, yeah, that's a lot of tag team stuff. Well, I, mean, I like tag teams. I just don't like them when they throw two t- two guys together and they don't have any kind of unit. They're just... Oh, sure. Uh, the last great tag team went to AEW, the... Uh, Oh, what were they called? Um, it was kind of oh, a the rip, revival. Like, the revival was unbelievable, and yep. they just never took off when they moved over. And now they're in AEW, and I don't know what they're doing now. But it's, you know, uh, the tag team division at NXT at one time was hot. You only need three or four good tag teams, but I don't like it when they throw together two people, or even give them a, a, a catchy name like Arcade Bro, or you know, or. <laughs> What are some other really bad ones? The, there was Big Show with somebody that that uh, uh, oh yeah, it was Chris Jericho or something. They had it Kane just, and they Brian just, Danielson, and they called them Team Hell No, and I don't know yeah why they were doing that. Uh, uh, yeah, there's a lot of those like that. Yeah, the, the you know I the only one you know, obviously the the two that I have seen the most. Um, have, are, are New Day and, and the Usos? Those are the ones that you see all the time. Right. They'll never. They'll never die. Uh, they they apparently have live uh, uh, jobs forever uh, in in WWE, which you know, good for them. But yeah, uh, it gets a little old. Yeah, the Nakamura and Books thing. Uh, just because I wanted to talk about that for one reason. Rick Books creeps me out. I, he makes me change the channel. I just don't know oh, why he's getting. Okay. Good. He, he looks so. He looks icky. He looks like a, a you know, a, a some some bear at a at a gay nightclub. He looks like he's waiting to you know meet you outside <laughs> and and take you behind the Seven Eleven. Um, and if I haven't told that story on the show, I probably shouldn't. But. Uh, it, yeah, Shinsuke Nakamura being such a talented wrestler from Japan, and he, you talk about somebody that can go with anybody. Um, 
and they they got him teaming with this this knucklehead and uh like Jerry said that's a team that just is two guys thrown together there's no they're not doing anything double team tag team there's nothing that they're doing together they're just two guys that are out there there's one idiot playing a guitar and then there's Shinsuke Nakamura dancing to it and that's why they threw them together and I don't understand it and I don't like it and there's another one that I look to uh, that I think is going to be a, a, a swerve, maybe not at this show, but at some point Nakamura's got to kick this idiot in the mouth, doesn't he? I just, I, I don't like him. That, that's just me. Okay. Yeah, they can only have so many people screw each other over, but there's going to be something. Yeah. There's some, yeah. Somebody's going to. There's like three or four that I could see happening. I'm not saying they're going to, but I did. Uh, you know, Zelina and Carmella in the women's tag team title match, uh, when they drop the titles, uh, uh, they can very easily go after each other. Um, I don't know who exactly they're going to lose to. They might lose to Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley. I, uh, they might lose to Naomi and Sasha Banks, but they, that's another one that could be a breakup. Uh, th- so that's almost the, the 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 big thing to watch for this weekend is not uh, not too much about the the main event, but the the biggest match in history, because I think it's pretty clear Roman Reigns is going to win that. Uh, but but who's going to turn on who is about the only other thing to, to watch for, and what the reaction is going to be when when Cody Rhodes comes out, and what they're going to do with Cody Rhodes. That's what I'm really looking for. I'll be uh, I'll be interested to get your re- uh, recap. I used to follow along. Uh, with what I have no interest in following. First of all, it's too damn long. It's two nights. Two nights. And I'm not going to remember. I, I right. Just, this, yeah, this is one of those like, oh, wait. Oh, yeah. WrestleMania was three days ago. Mm-hmm. You know, as we're setting, as we're getting set up to do our baseball preview, I'll be like, oh, yeah. Hey, what happened uh, at WrestleMania? I wasn't really following the Oscars too much. And then uh, Will Smith assaults Chris Rock. And it's like, okay, <laughs> I think I should check out the Oscars. Now. Did not find out about that till this morning. Cause I kept, I just, my, my Twitter exploded and Twitter uh, explodes. Yeah. That was, uh, yeah, it was all over. And it's like, what, what happened? And then I finally, well, you scroll down enough and then you get to see it and you're like, what the hell? <laughs> right. It was, it was shocking. It was very, very shocking. Um, so that's, uh, I think that's our, our WrestleMania preview for this evening. Uh, do, uh, Jerry, how much AEW do you do you watch? Do you watch the, the product at all? Or I watch it here and there when I can. Um, yeah. I've been, um, you know, I, I I enjoy it. You know, they they're bringing on so many guys, so that um, you know they're putting. 10 pounds of sugar in a five pound sack financially. I mean, they can only bring it. And then the hard part is you got so many guys now that came from WWE that how do you, how do you differentiate and how do you keep things, uh, you know, you know, how do you keep it? How do you give everybody good stories? And what happened to yeah. the guys that you were proud of in the, a couple of years ago where now they're kind of getting buried. Right. No, that's definitely the big uh, situation there is there's so much talent that WWE decides to let go, and you want to pick all of them off, but you only have so many hours of programming. And, you know, it's been very interesting to see them keep bringing on new people. Every, almost every week someone new is, is coming from WWE, whether it's Swerve Strickland or uh, – 
back when Daniel Brian Danielson came over, um, and, and Keith Lee, uh, and there's and William Regal just showed up, Jay. Um, a couple hey, weeks ago. my guy, your guy. I know you, you love love you some William Regal. Well, and they they just bought Ring of Honor, so I don't know how that's gonna look. Um, hey, more blue. <laughs> I well, Ring of Honor doesn't really have much of a TV presence, and I don't know what they thought they were trying to do. I think they just wanted to buy their their catalog of their their of all their history before WWE got it. Right. But Tony Khan has said he's going to start running Ring of Honor separately uh, as well and 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 revive uh, their actual programming and 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 their cards and whatnot. So um, and, and and book it as well alongside AEW. He's he's you know, putting himself on the road to burnout if he does that, but that's what he intends to do. Uh, so uh, we'll see how all that works out. But, yeah, you're going to have more guys coming over because you're going to have some Ring of Honor people come over uh, to, to AEW and, and have some run-ins with them. And we know that because the Ring of Honor show that they're putting on this weekend uh, is going to have some AEW people on, on it. So they're already uh, intermingling. So there's – there's a lot of uh, mixing going on with any anyone that's not in WWE. Basically, there's a lot, you know, that open door policy they talk about, the forbidden door, um, and, and it's very exciting. But yeah, it, it, I'm I'm very afraid that there's going to be a, a burnout, not just with the people running it, not just with with uh, Tony Khan, but with the fans as well. Like the the fans are, I feel like they're waiting for all of this to amount to something big. Like you have the talent to potentially put together, you know, uh, CM Punk versus Brian Danielson one month for, for the title, you know, in a 40 minute classic and then come back the next month with uh, Punk versus John Moxley. And, and none of that is happening right now because they're so busy setting everything up. They're, they're setting up this war between uh, Steve Regal, William Regal's uh, sort of faction of, of Danielson and Moxley and they're about to start feuding with like Chris Jericho's faction of sports entertainers, uh, but it, it, that takes a while to build. But I, I'm I'm a little worried. Of, I hope they don't take too long to build all that up because I, I feel like the fans are sort of waiting for all this to to explode and amount to something. But it's it's taking time. It's, it's going to take some time. But hopefully uh, they they get it all together in uh, in, in due time. But uh, yeah, I watch that product. I watch AEW uh, religiously, faithfully every week because it's so good and it's so much better than WWE. I don't catch Raw and SmackDown every week. I, I do catch it every now and then, but I definitely don't make a, a point to watch it. But Wednesday nights uh, on TBS is AEW, and I, I definitely make sure I watch that every week. It's it's so much better than this, this stuff that we saw tonight. This was just garbage. <laughs> I'm sorry, it just was. No, it was it was not good. You texted me at one point. Um, <laughs> hang on, you texted me, and you said uh, keeping up with all the excitement. And I think here's my response: it's so bad. <laughs> That's my. <laughs> They're not using that as a tagline. <laughs> it's not gonna look good on the poster. <laughs> WrestleMania 38. It's so bad. They're also not using my tagline, stupendously old, because that's what I see when I see uh, all the people up there. Uh, man. You know, once you get power, it's it's hard to let go. Uh, it I really know. is. 
I understand, but it's still it's not it's not fun to watch. It's not entertaining at all. But that's our, our WrestleMania preview, Saturday and Sunday. The stupendous great that's another way that you know that it's crap. You don't have to label it the greatest match in WrestleMania history if it was actually the greatest match in WrestleMania history because everybody would already know that. Well, the, right. the first time hyped. I heard, you don't have to hype something if it's really good. Exactly. The, the first time they threw that out was like three, four weeks ago. I heard one announcer say it, and I said, "What are you talking about?" Then I heard the next announcer say it, and I said, "Oh God, this is what they're actually labeling it." And then I saw the graphic, the greatest match in WrestleMania, and I'm like, "Oh come on, what the hell?" <laughs> This isn't even going to be one of the 30 best matches in WrestleMania history. What are you talking about? <sighs> so, yeah. So that's, that's WrestleMania 38. Uh, Jerry, I'm, I'm going to let you go. I've held you long enough. I really appreciate you once again coming on. I owe you a, a drink or a dinner or sometime uh, the next time that we see each other, whenever that may be. I don't know when I'm getting up to Wisconsin, you went to Chicago uh, with your family last, uh, this past year. Um, so maybe there'll be a situation where you go back and I'm able to be up there and we can uh, get together or something and, and chop it up and, and talk some stuff. And then hopefully uh, things will be better in the wrestling world at that point. We have uh, more to talk about. <laughs> sounds good. Sounds good. Thank you. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Thank you for coming on, Jerry. That yeah. is Jerry the wrestling expert once again with our WrestleMania preview. Uh, But yeah, like you say, Jay, we could say it every year. Who are these guys? The same guys, same game plan, same scripts, same, uh, uh, just reshuffle the packs, put names in a hat, pull them out. Well, same guys. Here they go again. Yeah. Hasn't changed. Unfortunately. I, I did but, see I did see some people that I hadn't seen before, but none of them were Impact. Right, they they're not positioned to be like ne- the next stars. They're just kind of right. there. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're filler. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, you know, we, like I said, we could just tape record this show and just you know play it play it every year now. Uh, so unfortunately, the, the, the way it is, I, I, I love wrestling so much. I want it to be so much better. Uh, it is it is getting much better with AEW, but I already expressed my concerns there that there's, there's actually too many uh, great talents going over there, and they're already uh, starting to get lost in the shuffle a little bit. Like like Jerry was saying, there's some guys that you, you saw a couple of years ago in AEW, and you say, oh, they have a lot of potential. They might be really, really good, but they're all getting shoved back now because there's so many guys from WWE getting released that they're now bringing in and putting them up top because they're the stars. They're the names that people know. But right. then your other guys, that your younger guys that you were you know, sort of training up uh, are starting to get pushed down a, a little bit, and uh, that, that's unfortunate. That's, that's the politics of it all. Again, you know, everywhere you go, there's going to be some politics. Yeah, that's more more wrestling talk than I can take. That's why we just do this (laughs) once a year. Um, I don't know if there's anything else you wanted to cover right now. There's been so much going on. Trust me, I am am doing my darndest just to stay awake right now. I understand. It's a late show. Um, It is. It's, and, it's uh, earlier than it used to than it usually is. Usually we we're just getting started. <laughs> oh, yeah, we'd start at ten thirty and go until one o'clock in the morning. No, it's <laughs> well, I'm a, we're also getting old. Um, getting old. 
And we just did a show two days ago. Uh, Stupendously old. Yeah. Stupendously old. Although we're young compared to these wrestlers. <laughs> oh, and I man. know how, that's why it just shows you what good shape these guys are in. Cause my God, I, uh, I you know, I, I'm beat all the time. No, amen to that. No, that's a, that's a great point. These guys that are 40, 45 years old yeah. and their bodies we're look like they're 25. Them, really? Yeah. I mean, yeah. we're 46 and yeah, there's no, we don't look like that. No, <laughs> no, even one fake hit and I'm done. <laughs> so the, the Will Smith slap is, is, is enough to put you out. Ooh. Yeah, that was, that was something. No, that was a thing. Um, the, 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 I'll, I'll ask you about one sports thing and I'll let you go. And I'm, the only yeah. thing I want to do is because it's your, your Falcons and, and Matty Ice uh, going, to the, going uh, to the Colts. You know, the writing was on the wall with him. I mean, there were rumors that they were going to draft Justin Fields last year. Uh, they, there were people who were really – they really wanted them to take Fields instead of taking – you know, I, I was more on board with them taking Pitts. Um, but every last year really felt like Matt Ryan sort of like the last rodeo. Um uh, they weren't going to do – they're not going anywhere this year. Uh, you know, they, it's – you know, Calvin Ridley is a head case uh, now, so he's he's not around. Uh, they got rid of Julio also Jones. Also suspended. Right. You know, but no, but he also, he just he kind of flaked out. So, yeah, um, yeah I, I mean, they, 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 draft, they did draft, but they trade for or they signed Marcus Mariota. They're, you know, he's got a history with uh, – at least he's got a history of getting benched by Arthur Smith. Um, <laughs> you know? Well, they know each other. They do. Um, I'm fine. You know, I, I've really got that sense. They draft, they have a lot of, uh, I think they have a lot of draft picks. Um, there's, it's a very quarterback unfriendly draft. You know this because you have not heard about like the out of nowhere guy who's just suddenly going to have to go be like the the top quarterback pick. And then the other out of nowhere guy who's going to be the number two, we're going to end up with another golf Wentz situation. See how that turned out. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so I, I actually I'm okay with Matt Ryan going to Indy. I, he makes them better. I, you know, I think he's still got a little bit left in the tank. I think he he's makes a, definitely makes Indy more wins. relevant than Carson Wentz. <laughs> uh, certainly, uh, Indy I, fans I, now get to watch Matt Ryan turtle on every critical third down. <laughs> so have fun with that. But I couldn't help but no, laugh at uh, yeah. every time someone asks Frank Reich about uh, uh, Wins, who goes to the uh, what, what's their name, the the Guardians? No, the uh, Commanders. Uh, and he says, "Yeah, I, I love him, and I think he's going to have a lot of success." And I'm like, "But you got rid of him." When he was just talking about, you know, what a great guy he is. Okay, but he's not going to help them win. Yeah, d- please don't talk about how much success he's that you are that you think he's definitely going to have because you, you got rid of him. You had him for one yeah. year, and you said I've had enough of that. So please don't don't tell me how much you think he's going to actually yeah it, be, be a good player. It's been a crazy. I'm sure we'll be able to talk about this a lot more. We we, we really do kind of detox from football, but we go pretty heavy uh, around draft time. Um. But yeah, all these this, moves, this off moves season, these though. trades, Holy all these cow. teams, all these teams losing their shit for wide receivers. I don't get it. 
Devontae um, Adams is gone. That, Kyrie you know, Hill. Devon, yeah. It, 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 the amazing thing is, is these top-tier quarterbacks, you know, it, and, and I would put, you could say Mahomes is in that group now, but, you know, when it was Brady, Manning, uh, Favre, and Rodgers, you know, these guys, all these guys made stars out of these wide receivers. And when these wide receivers would leave town, it was witness protection. And uh, you never heard from them again. And that's generally what happens to those guys. So I was, I was not one of the people on the, uh, oh, my God, the Packers trading Devontae Adams is the worst move in history. Because Rodgers, will, he's a star maker. He'll find somebody else. The thing about that, though, is he's had years to find someone to compliment Devontae Adams and hasn't seemed to be able to do it. He doesn't nope. like throwing to anyone but Devontae Adams. But now he'll be, but now he'll be forced to. And maybe, 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 they, maybe that's what he needed. The crutch is gone. Okay, I am uh, take everything I say about the Packers with a grain of salt because I'm a big Bears fan. But... I'm going to go right out right now on the on the limb and say they're not winning anywhere near 13 games again next year. They they got rid of the only fucker that he likes to throw to. They're winning nine games next year. I'm sorry. He doesn't have okay. anyone on that team he likes to throw to. And I, I, I know they're going to draft somebody, but – I don't want to burst your bubble. They still win the division if they win nine games next year. Perhaps. Very, very possible. Perhaps. But they are not <laughs> – he, uh, no, I cannot imagine him having success. And, and here's what I'll tell you was important about, yes, they obviously broke the bank for Rodgers and all the whining and all the petulance, it, it paid off. Good for him. He got his bag, right? He's one of the best. He should be paid like one of the best. That's fine. But but trading Adams, though, and then all this restructuring with these other guys that they did actually allowed them to re-sign all these defensive guys where if they had signed Adams, they're all gone. So Devondre Campbell's gone. They don't re-sign Rasul Douglas. Um, that it, the it's the other side of the ball. It's that defensive side of the ten unit. So yeah, you could have Rodgers and Adams, and if you have the twenty-sixth best defense in the league, it won't matter. I, I hear you. I understand that. I think you. I, I, I would take my chance. If I'm the GM, I'm taking my chances and re- replenishing the defense before I get rid of the only fucking receiver that this petulant diva <laughs> likes to force to. Um, His number just, one receiver next year might be Aaron Jones. A <laughs> hundred catches for the running back is not yeah. the way. Aaron to, Jones, to win a bunch Aaron of games. Jones, and AJ Dillon are going to probably catch 140 balls next year. <laughs> That's not a successful team. I'm sorry. It's just not. Throwing uh, throw, throw to the flat all the time. Is, yeah, it's it's, not... it, right now it's it's Randall Cobb, Alan Lazard, and um, Amari Rodgers. That, that's the, that's the group. Come plus on. Bob Tanyan. Plus Bob Tanyan. The, you know, they got come him on. back as tight end. That's the group as it stands right now. Uh, you know, we and, don't know and, what happens come draft time. We don't know if they – rookie receivers. Yeah, I, I mean, they, they, could, they could try throwing – some some money at Jarvis Landry or Julio Jones. They they could they've got the money to do it now. They restructured enough things that they could sign one of these guys. But uh, you know you, you sign Julio Jones, that's buyer beware because you're only going to get four and a half games out of him. Yeah, unfortunately uh, we're well, that's very like familiar with that. Fuller. I mean, <laughs> you're going to get a 75 yard <laughs> touchdown, 
but then he's going to be out for the season. Six weeks on the IR. Yeah. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed that touchdown. Yeah. Yeah, all those names plus somebody else is not equal 13 wins. It equals yeah, see, he woke wins, me up. You started you. talking about football. So he, <laughs> damn you. Sorry. I only meant to bring up Matty Ice because he's a former Falcon now. But uh, Yeah, I, I, I wish him well. Uh, he, they clearly weren't going to go anywhere with him, and uh, they didn't get much for him. I think they got a third. Um, yeah. But whatever. That's clearly a rebuilding team. Um there's still the third best team, maybe the worst team in that division, you know, depending on how the Panthers shake out. The, the Saints uh, lost out on all the quarterback stuff, so they just decided to bite the bullet and re-up Jameis Winston, which I think was the right move. Yep. Not, they just have to trust have him have any now. problem with that. They have to trust him. They're not pitting him against fucking Taysom Tebow for the starting job, so. Right, which he won, legitimately won last year, and then he had that amazing first game against the Packers, and then it was like they just they buried him. They were afraid. Um, yes, he's going to throw some interceptions. It, okay. Pat he's, Mahomes he's up and down. shitload of interceptions last year, right? Right. <laughs> now, obviously, none of those were so, his fault. So did the world champion uh, Matthew Stafford. Correct. He led the league so, in picks. Yes. Un, un, you know, so yeah, you, the Sean Payton just needs to develop some trust, and uh, yeah, they, Sean Payton's not a factor, so we won't have Taysom Tebow to worry about. So oh, that's, that's right, he's gone now. So yep, I forgot that. See, I'm not in football mode. Well, yet. There's there's a lot. There's a lot that's happened this offseason. It's, it's, it's been crazy. Off it, that's that. Yeah, it's been crazy. We'll have to devote once we get through baseball because you know we're down in Chicago now. What two weeks? Mm-hmm. Um, and I will be there Sunday. Uh, that is confirmed. Okay. So I'll be I'll be down there uh, both nights. So cool. Uh, my work schedule now. I'm off every Sunday. I I, I was oh, able okay. to. Uh, yeah, trust me. It's been 13 years. <laughs> I've been waiting oh, for this. Welcome to the um, club of of being home on Sunday, like I'll like men are supposed uh, to. Well, I'll be home almost every Sunday. I'll still have oh. to do the big ones, you know, like. Yeah, Memorial okay, Day holidays. weekend and Labor yeah. Day weekend and Black Friday, but no. But my general work schedule now is I'm going to be off Sundays and Tuesdays. Okay. Um, so that makes well, obviously, it's the big benefit is I get an actual full day home with my family every yes. week, which I have not had since my kids were born. Um, regular, at least a regular one, where I don't have to burn a day of vacation to get a day home with the whole family. Right. So that starts that starts this this uh, Sunday coming up. So then. You know, I already had Friday and Saturday for Chicago as vacation. Well, now I'm off Sunday just because I'm off on Sunday. So okay, I will be good. down there. So, yeah, so actually after the draft, we can all go out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's great. I'm, I'm very glad to hear that. I was so I don't, yeah, I'm about not going to be uh, done with the draft and then, be, okay, bye. Right. I, I was thinking about that evening in the hotel by myself, like, this is going to be really lonely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm trying to and I'm trying to find a uh, I'm trying to find a hotel uh, convenient to the the train. Um, I'm looking out yeah. in like Rosemont, you know, those areas because um, there's a train line right there at that River Road exit. And, but it makes it a hall, but at least it's there's a train right there. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to get out of there early uh, Sunday yeah. morning, but you know. Yeah, because you said what time are you out of there on Sunday? 
oh, that flight leaves at like eight, so I got to be at the airport at like friggin' six thirty, and you know. Yeah, the... I mean you're my best friend, but man, <laughs> you're not I don't know. Up at five in the morning just to shuttle me to the airport. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I get it. I mean, it's you know, it's actually it's five o'clock in the morning on a Sunday. It's not going to take very long to get down there. Um, yeah, but, that, but that's a haul. Still. Yeah, that's a haul. That's that, the best that, flight you could find out of there. Yeah, not the only. There's the only two. There's the only two. Uh, there's only two nonstop flights on Sunday. Uh, oh, back to Memphis, okay. And the second one is at nine at night. Oh shit. Yes, <laughs> that's why I had to take the eight in the morning. Yeah, well, especially yeah, not knowing. Yeah, yeah, not knowing the situation because you're figuring I'm out of there. So, right, um, I got. I'm not walking around downtown all day Sunday with a suitcase. That's that, that's that's not going to happen. <laughs> what? You're just not going to wear a sign on your back that says "Mug me." <laughs> tourist. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone, look at the tourist. I don't belong around. here. <laughs> right. That is not going to happen. Okay. So yeah, I'll, uh, now that I know that for sure, I just found that all out uh, yesterday. So that's okay. all good for me so then i'll get the i'll get the rooms all uh booked up i'm either gonna just do like two of them or i'm just gonna find a like a suite or something you know okay sounds good so i'll i'll figure it out it's all on me well it's all on blog talk radio god <laughs> um, I, I gotta be whole yeah yeah we, we, we'll get all that squared away hey uh, I, so yeah we should we should be thankful don't Let's not ruin this. Knock on some wood, but the quality of the show's audio has been decent <laughs> lately. Um, you know what? If I do what I'm supposed to do on my end and get the show started, uh, you know, at least ten minutes before airtime, and yeah. get everybody, you know, clicked in I mean, in, in time. Not forty five seconds before the show. Right. Right. Uh, I've been trying one? to log in about three three minutes before because I find out I find that when I log into the show right at the wire we have trouble. That's when we have problems. Yeah, it seems to be. Um, yeah, both of you, both you and Jerry, are waiting for me uh, with like one minute oh. to go because I was getting my drink and getting ready. <laughs> See, I did all that during those tag team matches. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was starting to, I, uh, but I, I guess I got the, the minutes got away from me a little bit. <laughs> That's uh, all right. Sorry, time got away from you. It's all good. Um, but it all yeah, worked out. So we'll, we'll, we we do this again uh, next week. I'm thinking Tuesday night. That's fine by me. Uh, for I'll, baseball, I'll now for, I, I work on Wednesdays that. now, so Wednesday oh, okay. night actually doesn't work. As, I mean, even though my Wednesdays, I get home earlier on Wednesday, Tuesday I'm home all day, so that gives me, even though I say yeah. I'm going to do all my research, I'm still going to do all my stuff in 45 minutes before the show. But, <laughs> you know, hey, it worked for my NCAAs. I, I got nothing to say about your your March Madness picks because you kicked my ass again for the for the second year in a row. I got you know and, nothing and, I can and possibly say about that. And during the show, it's funny because is it Duke UNC? It is. And do you remember? You were, yeah, do you, you were remember? begging for that. I was. I said, "Oh, I, I want <laughs> this to happen," but I just couldn't pull the trigger on it. And I, I, I mean, so we could pull the tape. I believe I called no. it without actually calling it. There's no doubt that you were begging for Duke and UNC to meet up, and you're like, "This that's way too improbable because 
in season eight seed and uh-huh. got so much to go through and yeah that but man if that would if that were to happen that would be awesome. No, you you kick my ass anyway without doing that. But you yeah you did kind of unofficially have that as well and that's exactly what's going to happen on Saturday which is crazy. And because so. I still and because I have Sling TV you officially oh no get to watch ESPN. Oh, uh, damn it. Draft coverage this year because I have the sling package with NFL Network. So <sighs> enjoy Mel Kuyper Jr. I, I, I hope Berman doesn't show up. That would be just the ultimate. I, I think Greeny is You'll doing it now, which is bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think Greeny's doing it, which is bad enough. Um, I hope my, yeah. I, I want Mayock to show up. On the NFL <laughs> Network, I want Cranky Mike Mayock. <laughs> uh, he might. He, he needs he's work. Open. He's yeah. He's, he's available. He's got time now, <laughs> so you, you never know. All right, I'm done. I'm done. You, you got 20 more minutes out of me, and I was ready to go. <laughs> uh, we're both done. The uh, we're in the after after show. I got no uh, outro music, and we it's are definitely. Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> it is officially Tuesday here. Um, so yeah, well, get all the football talk out of your mind because next show is baseball next Tuesday baseball. night. Baseball, how about that? <laughs> Talking baseball, how about that? Uh, Nine o'clock Central, ten o'clock Eastern. Uh, that will be two hot live hours previewing baseball. Uh, all divisions are division champions, our World Series champions, all that good yep. stuff. MVPs? Do we usually look at MVPs or we just kind of? No. No, no, I've never, I've never gone there. I'm not saying yeah. that it hasn't. It, it, it sometimes just kind of organically comes up in the discussion, but sure, sure. it's not anything that's official that we that we do that. Right. So we'll have some. We'll try. Talk. Let's try to not have the exact same division winners, wild cards. You know. We. That's the fucked up part is we try not to, and then we wind up having the same yeah. ones while because yeah, we're trying to swerve each other. One of us thinks that we've got like we're the smartest guy in the room, and we're going to show yep. the other guy, and then you have the exact same thing. Here's my big surprise pick: the Seattle Mariners. That's my surprise pick. Oh, I'm done. I'm done picking them as my surprise <laughs> team. Never again. And you know what that means? They're winning a hundred games this year. Fuck. All right. <laughs> That is next Tuesday, 9 o'clock Central, 10 o'clock Eastern, our big baseball preview. Uh, Everybody enjoy WrestleMania this weekend, the big bloated two-day extravaganza, stupendously old. So we'll see how that works out. All right. He is Jay. I am Dre. This has been the WrestleMania preview version of Kings of Non Sequitur, which is the off-season version of In Much Less Detail, the podcast. And if you can keep up with all that, then congratulations. Thank you all for listening, and we will talk to you next Tuesday night. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.